going on, everybody? And welcome into another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. We are back after taking a week off. Um, if you've been following any type of current events or anything like that, you know what's happening in the world. You know what's going on uh, here in America. We might touch on that stuff a little bit um, in our discussions about other topics, but you, you've you probably at this point gotten all the information that you've needed from from whatever social media you're on, uh, you know, your, your friends, your family watching TV. It's everywhere. Um, if you follow either Zach or me on social media, you know how we feel about this whole situation. You know where we stand. Um, and uh, we, we took last week off because we felt like it would be it would just be pointless. It'd be tactless for us to, to release a podcast episode talking about things other than what's going on in the world right now. Uh, so we decided to just take a break. Um, yeah, so I mean, if, if you're back listening to us, welcome back. Hopefully, you know, the stuff that we talk about on this podcast today uh, kind of helps move us forward. But uh, I think for the first time, uh, Zach, something happened that that we're seeing like tangible change with, right? And, and it kind of seems like this kind of stuff is never going to go away. Yeah. And, and this is good because we, we need to, we need to be better about this kind of stuff. I'm glad that it's getting addressed. And, um, yeah, just, just over the last week or whatever, you know, how, how have you personally been taking all that stuff in? Um, so, you know, my dad has every single news channel on in the house. <laughs> um, and, and it's just, it's just been on like CNN with like Anderson Cooper or, um, like other other political head like figures who who broadcast to the media and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and um, it's just it's just been it's just been tough seeing everything that's been going on. Yeah. Apart from protesting, mm-hmm. uh, looting, um, still some like uh, violence from 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 the police or mm-hmm. or just like uh, high ranking officials in, in our in our country. Yep. Um, and I don't know, man. It's it, it sucks that this is like. A cycle that we that we still go through as a country. Yep. No matter no matter how long like there's a break, it, it always just seems to mm-hmm. to come up. Um, and no matter how like the severity of like the scale, it's just like whether it's like a case that we see it, that it's just like oh another like person got like abused mm-hmm. by by like um, any like police force or anything like that, and not just killed or something. They just like just got uh, severely hurt or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And it still it still gets attention. Mm-hmm. But um, this is this is really just blowing things out of proportion yeah and, and and it's crazy to see how many people have been fighting for the right cause and also the wrong cause yeah yeah it, it is pretty crazy to see things on both sides um but uh but but it is it has been amazing to see um so many people who me personally at least and, I, and i'm pretty sure you too that we probably know a lot of people who for years probably kept their silence yeah whether 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 they're on what you would deem the wrong side or the right side all of a sudden come out and <laughs> come out and you know and 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 step forward and, and say how they feel and and you know this is this this is i i personally think it's it, it's great you see all the people out there protesting um we are in the middle of a global pandemic but you know people are saying dude fuck the coronavirus i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure these people know how i feel um and, and i think i think it's very empowering and, and, and i think and i think that it's moving it's moving our generation uh our generation and the generation below us and the generation below uh below that one you know forward and it's, and it's empowering the youth it's giving people um, a chance to really express how they feel, and and yeah, there there has been some stuff going on um, during these moments and during these gatherings that may not be the best look for both sides, right? But I mean, that, I I think that just comes with the territory. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I just over the last few weeks, just consuming all of this, watching this, um, 
uh, certainly from a distance for me because I was suspended from Twitter again. We'll get into that, but but uh, but it, it's 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 been it's been just crazy. It's been absolutely insane in our day and age where, where news comes like that. You know, it's just so quick. You can look something up and find something. People can post videos and within minutes it can go viral, that type of thing. You know, we've seen some crazy stuff, even here in Sacramento, you know, we've seen, we've seen some insane things happen here in Sacramento. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just hope that everybody out there, uh, who listens to us has been safe. Um, you know, if you were out there protesting, if you were out there gathering, uh, and, and, and have been a part of public demonstrations, good on you. Um, and, and, and I guess the last thing I'll say about it is, is, you know, George Floyd may have been the person that was taken from us. And that might've been the image that we saw that really drove us to go out there and, and make a difference and, 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 and call for change. But, uh, you know, this, this, this goes beyond him. This is, this is Freddie Gray. This is big Mike Brown. This is Trayvon Martin. Um, Sandra Bland, there's so many people over the last five, six years whose names we've chanted in the streets, right? Well, now we've gotten to a point where it kind of finally feels like there's tangible change happening. So um, we're, we're happy about that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. Um, but but hopefully in this podcast, we can we can maybe talk about some different things. And, and, uh, and, and, and hopefully, you know, if you're looking to escape from this, you know, now, now is, you know, this transitions into a time where a lot of things are going to start happening. So we'll get into that. Um, I guess real quick, we'll touch on the Twitter thing. Uh, it's funny two weeks ago, you and I, you and I did an episode. So two weeks ago, we did an episode about the Twitter deep state and it's, it's, it's insane. Like we, we, we posted the clip on, on multiple social media platforms, but Twitter was one of them. Right. And, um, we just posted a preview clip from the episode talking about, Twitter and how crazy things have been on there with with accounts getting banned, not even twenty four hours after that happened, not even twenty four hours after we after we released that episode, uh, I remember waking up in the morning, and and during that time I was, admittedly I was I was retweeting and liking a lot of pro Black Lives Matter you know pro defund the police pro arrest the four officers <laughs> yeah. that 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 killed George Floyd, and and so I I I, I remember I was. This was 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, two Fridays ago, I was kind of just refreshing the page, you know, just going through it. All of a sudden it wouldn't refresh. <laughs> and then whenever I would try to retweet or like something, it just, it just wouldn't work. And I was like, huh, maybe the traffic on this app is so crazy right now with everything that's going on. It's just not working. Um, then all of a sudden I, I tried retweeting something and little dialogue box pops up and it just says you can't you can't uh, access this feature right now because your account is currently suspended if you want to <laughs> if you want to learn more click this and i was like what and then i get the email right you, you get the follow-up email and all that stuff saying you've been suspended and uh you know for those of you who didn't listen to the episode a couple weeks ago i have been suspended from twitter like that that was my my fifth account or something like that and then i also had a backup account um, that I had just in case I got suspended, which was my sixth. And both of those accounts, both my current one two weeks ago and my backup two weeks ago were suspended within like 15 minutes of each other. So it, it, I, it, they both disappeared. Uh, the reasoning that the email gave me was I had been suspended for permanent evasion of, um, or I'm sorry, suspended for evasion of permanent suspension. And, I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. How would how would they how would they know how would they know that this was my account? 
you know, and how would they know that it was me evading permanent suspension if my emails weren't anything like my previous ones, you know, if I only kept, you know, my, my, my first name and the display name and not even, not even my Twitter handle. And, um, if I didn't really post pictures of myself on there, like how would they know? Uh, so at first I thought it was a conspiracy. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought that somebody, uh, had reported me, um, because they weren't a fan of what I was, what I was retweeting or liking or whatever, or whatever was popping up on their feed. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, and I, and I was following a lot of people and, and, and had the same people following me back. You know, I, I was aware that there were a number of people who, um, were, I would say they leaned the other way. Um, I, 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 I would say they, they lean on the uh, conservative side of things. I wasn't sure if it was somebody who reported me, but that that's kind of what it seemed like because how could Twitter just be able to find me and get rid of me. Right. Turns out, talking to some friends after that happened, turns out, talking to some some of my buddies who who still were on Twitter even after I was suspended, a lot of people got suspended. Yeah. Turns out that Twitter just does this thing, I guess, um, every few months or every, I don't know, once every year or something like that, where they just do this massive purge. Yeah, they start purging. And they just start deleting a whole bunch of accounts, um, you know, whether it's through tracking IP, which I'm not sure is legal, um, and... and a few other methods, they're able to track down people who um, who had been suspended previously. And whether or not you have uh, an old phone number connected to that account or not, they're able to find you, they're able to get rid of you. So that's likely what happened. I just find it funny how it's, it's so funny. Like the day before <laughs> we did an episode about, about, about being suspended from Twitter yeah. and the whole crazy thing that's going on there and other social media websites and all of a sudden like, like not even 24 hours later, I'm gone. So, um, yeah, so that, I mean that, that's what happened on Twitter. Um, you know, uh, I, I I may or may not be back right now. Uh, I won't I won't I won't divulge that information. But uh, fortunately, I still have you know you. I still have other friends um, that are on that 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 app pretty heavy, and they uh, they're able to uh, they're able to relay whatever information that needs to be known to me <laughs> via text message or whatever. So it's fine. And honestly, my productivity has gotten a lot better without it. Um, you know, like the iPhone. You know, like the iPhone. Like at the end of every week, it gives you like, oh, this is your weekly. Yeah, your, like your this, screen time. Yeah, this is your screen time, dude. My screen time was down like it was down like a, a third of what it usually <laughs> was just just without Twitter. So um, I'm 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 actually, if anything, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for it. It sucks that I have one less place to have a platform on, but it it, it it's fine. I, I think I think in a way, I I'd kind of run my course on that on that app because it's been ten years since I started using it. So it is what it is. Um, but uh, I do appreciate you and uh, and Abduba, you know, just deleting the app, just deleting the app, just like not using it. Yeah. And just saying, just saying, hey, man, they took our boy. So peace. And for solidarity. Like, for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was off for, for like about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was also because um, just the stuff you see on there ever since the yeah. protests and stuff like that, you yeah, get yeah. super, super ignorant. So I was like, I, I don't want to see that for, for the time now. Yeah. Um, I just got back on recently. I mean, it's been it's been. It's toned down a little bit. I mean, I see more pro like uh, Black Lives Matter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like trying to like basically like rebuild our society and yeah. like how how the people want it. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's good. Um, of course, all the funny stuff. Um, I'm back to saying like all the sports stuff I want to see because right. I, I was thinking I'm like, damn, I wonder I wonder what rumors and stuff or like what progress these these leagues and stuff are making. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, yeah, back on that. Yeah, and uh, our buddy Abu Dhabi lasted what three days? He lasted three days. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was texting, and I was like, yeah, I was like, do we do we make a comeback? He goes, Zach, I've been back for about, <laughs> yeah, for, he... for three days now. I was like, dude, okay, well, what the hell? <laughs> one of my one of my buddies who also follows Abu Dhabi, uh 
sent me a screenshot of of, of his of his tweet that said, "I'm out," you know, peace. <laughs> and then like he comes back and he replies to that tweet and he goes, "I lasted three days." <laughs> so. I mean, hey, we can't fault him. Like, we're still many of us, and you know, he, he lives in a place where it's you know, they're heavily the coronavirus is yeah. is, is heavy out there. So it's obviously yeah. he's going to be indoors a lot. You know, like we totally understand uh, our good friend Abduba. You know, you need you need something to keep yourself busy, uh, and I think that's the case with most people. So even though, and and from what I from what I was told during the during the uh, during that uh, week long period after I was suspended shit was going up right yeah. like it, like it was just like shit was hitting the fan you know like a lot of the a lot of the george floyd stuff mm-hmm. um you know just a lot of crazy things being posted whether it was videos misinformation that kind of thing and then apparently you know here locally and, and i can't speak this because i wasn't there uh for it so i won't say anything other than this but apparently a lot of people were being exposed for sexual assault here locally um there was there was just there's just this uptick all of a sudden there's just a surge of of of, of yeah. girls coming forward and saying you know this is who assaulted me and you know people were stepping forward and, and and giving their stories of of being sexually assaulted here locally so yeah. I, I there was a, it seemed like there were a lot of stuff going on both locally and nationally on twitter um yeah, the world really and um and I, I i am in some ways thankful that i was away for that because it certainly can you know it'll it'll yeah. it'll wear on you yeah, and it'll, it'll just it'll just it'll just get you feeling some type of way that you usually wouldn't feel. So that's that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the gift and curse with social media. Um, I, I I'm just I'm somewhat happy that I wasn't there to see that kind of stuff because I I, I hate seeing it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So I mean, you know that that's that's the most recent Twitter saga. Um, it is what it is. We've moved on, and uh, we're we're just just happy to. It's still be around and still have other social media platforms that we can use for change, right? You know, so I, it's we, we still have an opportunity to make a difference with other social media platforms. Twitter wasn't the only one. It was the one that we used the heaviest, though. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe we, we, we curve how, how much we use it. Um, I know I see a lot of people who were extremely active, um, don't seem like they're really on anymore. Some people have told me personally, it's just, you know, especially over the last few weeks, they've realized how much damage that it can do more than anything. So they're probably just going to, lower their usage on it and then maybe maybe take to either other social media platforms or just kind of just lower their usage on all social media platforms period because of the stuff that they've been seeing which is completely understandable mm-hmm. um all right i guess the next big thing that we got to talk about is sports right i mean they're all coming back i mean as of right now so right now we're recording this it's 120 in in, in the afternoon um as of right now the pga tour has just started their coverage on golf channel of their first event back it's the colonial it's done in texas there are no fans there but uh already seen some pretty low numbers seen a lot of it's a star-studded field guys are out there um you know ready to get back in the swing of things um no 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 pun intended and i'm i'm excited for that i'm sure a lot of other people out there are excited for that um you know but golf isn't all that popular what is however is soccer and this weekend actually right now the 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 Spanish professional league, the top tier in, in Spain, La Liga, is 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 back, and of course you're a Barcelona fan. Yep. So, uh, what are your thoughts on the return this weekend? What are you expecting? And given what we've seen from Germany over the last month or so, you know, what's the vibe going to be like for you? Like, I mean, I, you you root for arguably the most popular team in the world, 
right? Like they, they never don't sell out a game, right? Yeah. So what's it going to be like, you know, watching Leo Messi and, and Luis Suarez and your boy Rakitic, you know, like, what's going to be like watching those guys? Uh, well, I'm going to say one thing. Once Rakitic steps on that field, the TV's off. <laughs> um, and then I'll just be falling tweet by tweet from everyone else. No. Um, so as of right now, the Sevilla derby is on. Mm-hmm. Sevilla versus Real Betis. Um, I was reading a bunch of things about that. It was it, it's it's arguably the best derby in in Spain, even compared to like a Clasico and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because mm-hmm. I don't know something something about that city. Their their derbies are every, it's 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 insane, including fans and too. Which is which is gonna be really weird because derbies like that you the you you rely on fans so much. Yeah, like the atmosphere counts for. Yeah, and um, but I mean still I know I know with with derbies the players still go out, go out there to defend their club mm-hmm. in, in the match and they want to prove that they're the best in, in the city and so um and and they're both fighting for for european spots for, oh, okay. for europa or champions league um and and they're on the climb because i know right now it's it's barcelona real madrid atletico and i think hitafe out of nowhere is it, that's that is very interesting yeah yeah and and then and then i know sevilla's Challenge behind. Batista started off kind of slow, but I think they're ramping up. Sociedad has had a very good season so far, um, but I mean, that that should be a good. That's probably the best game you can start off with, returning to La Liga, and then my my beloved Barcelona club play one p.m. Saturday against Mallorca. Um, I don't know. I know. I know. We're gonna be fighting for the title. Obviously, we're in first place with two points ahead of Real Madrid. And uh, and and those lower place clubs, and seeing from Bundesliga and stuff like that, you you see those clubs, they they just they can't keep up because yeah. they, they don't really have anything to fight for, right? Unless the relegations club, the people or people, uh, the clubs placed in the relegation, mm-hmm. they obviously want to fight for for staying in the top flights, but I mean I don't know I don't know how it's it's gonna be it's more of a sprint than than yeah than anything you it's it's you're you're picking up. Right where you left off. Yeah, it's, it, it is pretty crazy to see some of these schedules too. Yeah, like some of these teams are gonna have no turnaround. Yeah, no, it's it's three. I think I was reading. It's like a La Liga game every single day from the rest of the until the end of the season. That's insane. Like, okay, that's good for us. Yeah, but, but the quality is yeah. gonna be maybe. But I mean, I mean, I mean, the five sub thing is 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 beneficial. But I know our our coach currently Kike Setien said it's it's gonna be weird because. Um, Toward the end of the games, when when teams are tired, he said that's when when Barcelona tend to attack and mm-hmm. put more pressure on, um, if they need to, um, and then those five subs might might be something yeah. that might camper him. And I mean, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure that goes for a lot of clubs too. If if they if you if you see a team down in energy and stuff like that, you're you're gonna use your advantage to, right. to attack them and stuff like right. that. So, I mean, it should be interesting. Obviously, it's good to see all the boys that I that I love from my club back on the field, except for Rakitic. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. That's my that's my take and 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 what next week is when is when Premier League comes back Premier yeah Premier League is back twentieth uh, right yeah it, yeah what what is it what is it today it's the fifteenth no today's today's the eleventh oh eleventh <clears throat> so I think the first game actually is is a week from today I think I think their first fixture is going to be next Thursday I forget who it is but yeah it's 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 a week from now um. My my beloved Tottenham Hotspur, they play on Friday against Manchester United, which is a whale of a game, and it'll be played in front of nobody. So it's 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 going to be really interesting. But I, I know that over here, at least over here in America, um, 
I, I think more often than not, I run into a lot of Premier League fans over 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 most other leagues. So I know that over here in the United States, the viewership for that is going to be up. Yep. Um, I I I have no doubt in my mind that uh, you know all the TV money that they're going to be making over there with all those games because I think the majority of those games are going to be broadcasted for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know over there, I I I personally don't know, but they have like Sky Sports, BT Sport, and all that stuff like yeah. It goes channel by channel. I think they're all just going to put it on one channel and make it free for everybody to view, which is really cool. Um, I don't know how it's going to work over here in America necessarily. But uh, but it's just going to be good to have it back. And same thing in, in the Premier League as La Liga. It's going to be a dead sprint to the finish. I mean, I, I, I see, I think it was Manchester City has the first game next Thursday. It's against Arsenal too. Yeah. And then they play like the following Monday. Yeah. Like They get like three days off. They've got to squeeze however many games it is into like a month basically uh and it's it's going to be interesting to see how how the managers are able to uh you know deal with deal with the lack of turnaround time how they're going to deal with the lack of training and uh really how to keep the guys fresh because you know and and if that means rotating the squad and stuff like that i guess that's just kind of what that's just how it's going to have to be yeah. you know like, and it sucks for the lower tier clubs especially because those guys get tired the drop off from the first team, you know, from the starting eleven to the to the, to the reserves and to the guys on the yeah, bench, yeah. it's it's massive for those lower level yeah. clubs. And uh, every year in the Premier League, there's a big relegation fight, right? So I mean, you're looking at five or six teams that are going to have to be really, really cognizant of the fact that they're going to have to keep their guys fresh. And I mean, God forbid, some crazy injury happens to some of their key players because that would be devastating for them to stay up in the top flight. Um, but as far as the Champions League race, that's very much alive and well too. I mean, Tottenham and Manchester. I mean, sorry, yeah, Tottenham and Manchester United playing on Friday. That's a huge one for for Champions League implications. So we're gonna we're gonna see. Uh, I, I we spoke about this before. If any team in that top six in the Premier League has benefited from this time away, it's Tottenham <laughs> because we were being ravaged by injuries. I mean, every single one of our top five or six players had at one point been injured or were injured at the time that the league stopped. So to see Harry Kane back, to see uh, Hyungman son fresh off of military training back, um, you know, Steven Bergvine, who had a really bad high ankle sprain, and, and even in March people were saying, oh, he's probably done for the season. Well, he's back. He's back in training. He's he's basically full. He's full go. I mean, all these guys that are important to the team are going to be in the fold, in the mix, and uh, it makes me feel better if we do have to rotate the squad, that Jose Mourinho, uh, master tactician, is going to be able to find different ways to park the bus. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm excited for it. It'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I I, I I I I can't I can't wait. I'm sure you're waiting. You know, you're you're waiting with bated breath for Saturday, right? Like you're you're super excited to see. Um, it's just gonna be nice to have um, soccer back in 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 some form or fashion, even if it means playing in front of nobody. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see, but I mean, we're for the first time in a long time, we're gonna have something to, to like watch like all summer, basically. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, baseball is boring because baseball is the only sport that runs basically all the way through summer." Um, I'm not of that crowd. I love baseball, but to have everything else going on, with the exception of baseball, huh. you know, small sacrifice to make, man. Major League Baseball, honestly, I wish they'd get their shit together. They're having difficulty restarting that league. Um, the owners want a certain amount of money. The players want a certain amount of money. And the tricky thing is, is and, and, and somebody mentioned this to me, it's, you know, they hadn't started their season. So when you don't start a season and and, and you don't have incentive to finish it and you're and there's a lot of push-pull with the money, you know, like obviously you're going to run into some difficulties. But we're seeing all the leagues that had been started getting back and, yeah. and at least having a plan to get started, um, which takes us into the next league we'll talk about, the NBA. 
So the NBA, and I mean, like you know, yesterday there was some information that uh, that that may walk back what was what was you know basically a set in stone plan that was presented last week, and we'll get to that. But last week the NBA decided to uh, ratify a plan that involved 22 of the 30 NBA teams. Um, our beloved Sacramento Kings are in that group. Yep. So for the first time ever, we will be playing meaningful August basketball, Sacramento Kings fans. And uh, that's that's something that um, they really came about because I, 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 I just think I just think that they saw that there's too much to lose, right? Yeah, like yeah. They, they know that if the NBA could, could start at any point in the year, and you will get people to come and watch it on TV, yeah. you know, like bottom line. And I think they saw that there's too much to lose. They can still make revenue back with TV and advertising and all that stuff. So they said, let's mm-hmm. do it. Uh, Adam Silver and the NBA came up with the plan. They presented it to the NBA Board of Governors. It passed overwhelmingly, 29 to 1. The one team that didn't vote on it uh, or voting in its favor yeah. was the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, if you know anything about what Damian Lillard and that team has said about the whole, you know, playoff drama and stuff like that, about not playing games that don't count or whatever, you can look that up. But it's kind of funny how they ended up being the one team that that, that voted against it. Um, yeah, 22 teams in Orlando, uh, eight games each team to finish out uh, the regular season. In the East, not so much of a race for the eighth seed. I'm not even quite sure what the Washington Wizards are doing there. I believe they're yeah. five or six games out right now. Uh, the stipulation that the NBA came up with was if you are within four games of the final playoff spot, by the time the eight-game regular season is up, there will be a play-in tournament for the eighth seed. Um, not quite sure how that works with multiple teams, but I do know that if there's one team within four games, the eighth seed and the ninth seed will be playing a play-in tournament. And all the eighth seed needs to do is win one game in that in that play-in tournament in order to get in. The ninth seed, however, has to win two consecutive games in order to get in. So you have to beat the same team twice. And uh, I think it's interesting. I, I don't know if it's it was the best option they had. They probably you know, there are probably other things that they could have done. Yeah. But I think it's interesting enough to you know to keep me engaged. You know, like the Kings are three and a half back right now. So I mean, technically they're <laughs> they're in the running for this. You know, like they, you know them, the Pelicans. Um, you know, the other teams that are around that area are uh, the Spurs. I think. Uh, yeah, the Spurs, and then uh, the 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 Suns. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> not quite sure what the Suns are doing there either. I think a lot of people. Uh, openly questioned why Phoenix and Washington were in this 22 team thing. I they easily could have done it with 20 teams. I I get I get in a sense why the East would want Washington there because they wanted to have that potential for a play in for yeah. the eighth seed. But you could just in the East just say okay they're not going to make it and then you can do something else like you could have the middle teams in the East play for seeding. Mm-hmm. You know have a one a one game play in for seeding. Right. Like you know like you can. Uh, you, you can have like the Pacers play the Celtics for seeding, or you could have you know the Sixers, and you know like yeah, yeah. those teams in that area can figure out where where they'll be seated. And then mm-hmm. even the even the bottom of the Eastern Conference, you could have like Brooklyn playing. Um, who's at the bottom over there? Oh, Orlando. Yeah, yeah. So you could have like Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Orlando play a one game play, and then see who gets to see who gets to move up so that they can avoid playing the Bucks or like avoid playing the Celtics. You know, because yeah. like, those are teams that you want to avoid over there. Yeah. Uh, there were many different ways they could have done it. Um, this is what they came up with. Uh, it's fine. Uh, I think we're all just excited. The NBA will presumably be back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the most important thing in all of this is that the Kings are going to be there. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts on the Kings' chances of making the playoffs? Um, well, obviously the media has given us no... No chance. <laughs> no chance whatsoever. ESPN said no. We're not even going to mention them <laughs> yeah, in our article. Yeah, yeah. 
And then <laughs> and then I saw I saw like De'Aaron and, and and Harry were talking yeah. about that too. They were just like they're just like they always be sleeping on us. And then and then Harry just like tweeted back. He was like he was like they they gonna find out. Yep. Yep. So I mean we're gonna use this. Yeah. 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 So so hopefully hopefully that like power powers us and 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 the team we have. And uh, I know there's been like some. <laughs> Some, some drama, yeah, right. some drama between <laughs> between Fox and Bagley, but I mean, it could be it could be a stunt that they're playing, but honestly, I have no idea. But I mean, hopefully, hopefully our chances are good, and yeah. hopefully they become they come back motivated because they seem like they are. Rashawn, yeah, um, yeah. like even Fox, mm-hmm. um, Bagley, obviously, no, no hair Fox, the, yeah, <laughs> bald, bald Fox, you you just lost a bald Fox. Yep. Oh man, uh, I can't wait. Oh, because for those of you who don't know, <laughs> uh, many of us on King's Twitter. Were were shit posting hardcore. Yeah. When 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 the Kings would they were inexplicably winning games. Yeah. <laughs> they were inexplicably winning games in February and March. And we so beat the Wizards. We went we went ham. The the, the Blazers. We yep, went ham. Yep. Uh, all those deep fried memes if you've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, just like I remember we were all just comp- we were we were just poisoning we, everybody's Twitter timeline in the group chat. We we're just like all right, we get ready, everyone, everyone. Yeah, won. dude. <laughs> it's amazing because we're all aware that on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you know, like teams. Teams after a game, whether it's win or lose, they have a post ready. You know, yeah. they, they post the final score and like the top performers and stuff like that. So it was amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing to see so many Kings fans. And it was only the Kings I saw. Only yeah, and really, it's only Kings fans yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's yeah. only the Kings fans base doing the fan base doing this. They they would just wait. They yeah. would just sit there, and I, and I mean, we've both done this, so yeah. I so I know this is how the process goes. Yeah. We just sit there on the team that we're about to beat. And we just refresh like, the page. We would we would go to their page. The team that we're about to beat, we're just refreshing their Twitter page. <laughs> and as soon as they post the final recap image <clears throat> or slash tweet or whatever, yeah, yeah. Kings fans just hit the reply button <laughs> and just send deep fried memes. And at that point, it's over. It's yeah. done. They get they get 100% ratioed. And, and there's like way more replies than there should be in, 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 their, uh, in their mentions. And it's just, it's all just deep fried memes. You lost to the Glass Brothers. Yeah. You lost to Marvin's boot. You lost to uh, literal poverty. Literal, literal <laughs> poverty, which is just which is just a screen uh, cap of the Kings' uh, record over the last like ten years, 10, 15 years, yeah. right? It, it was unbelievable. It was, it was some of the most fun I've had on Twitter for a long, long time. I'm gonna miss that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that's gonna be back. Yeah. And there's gonna be there's gonna be another thing for our fan base. And and it's <laughs> it's 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 even more at stake because we're playing for like position. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So no, that's that, it's even gonna be more. Annoying. It, it's gonna be so annoying for teams that lose <laughs> to us times ten because now we're playing actual significant basketball. It's 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 gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I know I know many of uh, many of our buddies that are in our group chat and things like that. Like, you know, like they they're. they're they're so excited for this, you know. Like beyond just the Kings being in playoff contention, we just get to shit post again. Yeah. It's like the best. It's best that's what that's what I live off of. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what basically fuels us, and you can call us immature or whatever, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I I personally like for as far as the Kings' chances, I I, I think it's going to be interesting for them to you know like Rashawn's going to be back. Rashawn Holmes is going to be back because he was injured. Uh, Marvin Bagley's presumably going to be back. Yeah. Um, uh, Fox is gonna be healthier. That's right. Yeah, Fox is gonna be. I mean, all these guys are gonna be fresh. You know, even even if they already were playing at the time, they're gonna be fresh again. And Fox was playing very well. Yeah. At the time up. that the league was shut down. Yeah. Um, Alex Len. You know, Alex Len Arkane. Forsen. Yes. Or, um, who else? Arn Forster with the uh, with the pink thong. Bazemore. <laughs> that's right. Bazemore. Bazemore is playing well. I had a dream last night that Kent Baze, Kent Bazemore dropped uh, seventy points in a, in a in a quadruple overtime game that the Kings won in in Orlando. So. Uh, it sounds right. Yeah, I, I, it's realistic. I think it might happen. Um, yeah, I, so excited to see what this group brings. Uh, Luke Walton, I do think is gonna—he's gonna have a tall task ahead of him trying to allocate 
these minutes because yeah. so many of them can you know only so many of them can go around but i think at the end of the day you've got guys that were playing well at the time um Corey and, joseph and, and, too. that's right yeah fox you know you got you got fox you've got a solid backup and Corey joseph who's playing well with the bench unit along with buddy heel buddy seems to have embraced the bench role mm-hmm. he may not be happy about not being a starter he's made that you know abundantly clear yeah but it will be nice to see him just jack again, you know. Like it, it was just, it was just really cool to just see the guy shooting lights out during the yeah, of the month yeah. of February and March. It's like it, and you're still playing like crucial minutes in the end of the game. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It, it shouldn't really matter if you start or not. Exactly. You see, you see significant like six man like mm. Lou Will and stuff like that right. who play like significant minutes toward the end of the game and stuff like that who who you need whether or not they're starting or coming off the bench. So yeah, that's like one of the number one things in coach speak too, and I and, I, and I've heard this as a player and both as a coach. Right. Like we always we're always told or have told other players mm-hmm. that we've coached doesn't matter if you start the game. Yeah. You might want to hear your name call at the beginning. Yeah. But if you finish a game, you know, like, what, what would you rather do? Would you rather start the game, get, hear your name call, and get pulled after two minutes, not play mm-hmm. very much after that? Or would you rather be a six-man who's going to play crucial minutes down the stretch? And I think that's kind of where the, uh, that's kind of where the, um, the, the, the difference in, in, in mentality lies with Buddy. For some reason, he, he, he's, he just seems like one of those guys that loves to hear his name called. Uh, and he likes being out there to start the game. But, He's a microwave. You put you put him in the game off the bench. He'll just start knocking down shots. Yeah. And 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 really, you know, like uh, the, one of the last few games that we were able to see was against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. He showed it in that game. Yeah. He 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 came in off the bench and he completely took over. And the games were dominant for most of that first half for blowing a massive lead like they usually do. Yep. But uh, but he 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 I remember was playing very well at around the time that coronavirus shut everything down. So hopefully he still got that going. You just you just sent uh, the group chat a highlight earlier of him hitting like 13 threes in some rec game or some adult league game or something like that yeah. earlier. Um, and apparently he went three, 13 for 15 or yeah, something. Yeah, 13 for 15 someone, from three. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that might that might that. be the high school three-point line. But hey, you know, <laughs> for Buddy, he's one of those guys that just needs to see the ball go through the hoop. And, 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 and he'll come out and he'll play well. So... Uh, I'm just excited. I'm just excited the NBA is back. I'm sure you are. I'm sure many of you listening are. It's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. But the most important thing in all of this is that the Kings are in playoff contention. Yep. I think they've got a really good shot. I'm sure many here uh, locally paying attention to the team think that they've got a really good shot. So I guess we'll see, right? But bottom line is this summer we've got a lot of stuff to, to watch and to do. You know, I, I think uh, this was supposed to be... Euros were this summer, yeah? Euros and Copa America. Yeah, I right. really don't know the Copa America setup because it's supposed to be every two years like Euros. Right. But they, they, they for some reason, have been doing it for, like, the past, like, three years in a row. Yeah, and then there was that one year where they did... Well, I mean, it was the 100th year of it yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that, that one made sense because it was, it was 20... 20 uh, 2016, right? 2015, 2015. Was, was, the, was, the, was the original, like, two years after whatever. And mm-hmm. the next year was the 100 year. And then and then they just did it last year. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. And then I mean, now they're doing it again. Which is kind of confusing, but I mean it's whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't complain because obviously I'm a Messi fan. Argentina are always competing for that. They have emerging stars like Lautaro Martinez, um, Lo Celso for mm-hmm. you, um, <clears throat> Leandro Paredes. If you guys know, he's he's a midfielder at PSG. Um, a bunch of other other players, um, even Brazil. All all those big international teams from South America mm-hmm. who you you want to see because they have big stars as well, aside from European stars. So. And and the Euros too because there's always that there's always those teams who have just that that one you know like story like it was it was Iceland or mm-hmm. was, was yeah Iceland? it was Iceland it was Iceland in 2016 who who were going you know insane did they get to the quarterfinal or the semifinal sem semi no it was it was was it quarterfinals I think and they lost to France okay gotcha but they had no business being there no the country's got they, like five people yeah yeah <laughs> so it's amazing that they were able to compete I also think. 
I'll say this: the greatest honor of my life as a United States men's national soccer team fan was seeing Leo Messi just completely destroy them in Copa America. <laughs> yeah, when when he just he absolutely owned Tim Howard with yeah. a free kick yeah. far post to. Oh the, my goodness! That no was, no reason for that to go in whatsoever. That was one of the most incredible things that I've ever yeah. seen, and I, I know I shouldn't have been that impressed because it was just against the United States, who at the time, I mean, their soccer system at the time in was, was in disarray, in shambles. Because they didn't even make they didn't even make the World Cup two years mm-hmm. after that. No, but in such an easy qualifying group. In such a easy yeah, qualifying. Yeah, yeah, they, they could have sleptwalked into it. Yeah, in, 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 and they somehow the, messed it up. And yeah. it was, it was, it, it, wait, who who went in? It was like Paraguay who who, who beat us. Uh, it was like, uh, well, I, I know that the team that beat the United States in order for them to lose out on their spot was like Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, which is which is a team that traditionally the United States will be like seven nil. Yeah, <laughs> and it just shows you like yeah. the other teams in this in this confederation are closing the gap. Yeah, on which is good for, for no, it, it it's great yeah. overall. But it sucks to watch as an American <laughs> soccer fan because you're just like, what are we doing? Yeah. Taylor Twelman, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we? You know, the famous clip where he's where he's openly questioning what the hell United States soccer is yep. doing. Regardless, um, I know that we we're supposed to have the Euro competition. I know that we we're supposed to have Copa America. I guess we'll see on that, right? I'm sure um, Gold Cup probably would have somehow come yeah, up. Yeah, Gold... Which makes no sense because yeah, they just I, decided, it's like, oh, well, there's soccer, so let's just make Gold Cup show up out of nowhere. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the Gold Cup. Yeah, great. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, we might be, we might, we may or may not have those, right? Like yeah. that still might be, that still might be up in the air. I'm sure it'll, it'll show up. Some, yeah, they'll, 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 they'll probably make it happen yeah. in some form Conk or fashion. Calf, you know, you know how that goes. But at the very least, we have soccer this summer. Yeah. Uh, we will, de- we'll have the NBA this summer. Um, you know, this was supposed to be the year of the Olympics. So during, during the time frame where the NBA is going to be on, me personally, I know that I would have been watching the Olympics and paying close attention to basketball. Yeah. And, they, and they, and they broadcast all the games over in the United States for basketball. So it would have been great seeing that. Uh, we don't get that, but instead we get the NBA. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's it's gonna be interesting to see. And I know like you know our our good buddy Daniels, right? Yeah. You know? And 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 our and our good buddy uh, Big Juice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Big Juice. <clears throat> you know uh, those two guys and me. And Abadubo, you know, we're, 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 we're big baseball fans. We're we're ex- I mean, and me personally, I'm a, I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. They were in for a good year, but the thing is, is every March, there's something about Major League Baseball starting up that gives you optimism and gives you hope and makes you really excited for the coming season, even if you know that it's going to be a, a rough year for your team personally. And I'm a fan of many of the players around the league. I love October baseball, <clears throat> which is still presumably on the table with Major League Baseball if they get their if they get their shit together and they end up actually ratifying a plan that will actually <clears throat> be suitable for a for a reduced season this year, how many games it is, they could still maybe have October baseball happen and have a World Series before the end of October. Um, I love all that stuff. So I hope that it's back. I hope that they 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 do what they need to do. Uh, I hope that the players and the owners and, and the union and all that stuff they work together to make things happen. Right now, though. It's not looking too good, from what I understand, because the Major League Baseball draft actually is happening in the second through fifth rounds of this year's shortened draft. We're actually about to happen in about 15 minutes here. Uh, the first round was yesterday. And yesterday, before the first round, the commissioner from Major League Baseball came out and said, look, we have a few more proposals. We have a plan. But the bottom line is, is Major League Baseball, their board of governors, the commissioner, they have the power to say, no, we're going to have a season. Yeah. And... They're considering exercising that right. So hopefully the players get a little bit more of what they want, which is the money. 
And hopefully the owners concede a little bit more in order for things to work out so that both sides are happy, or at least as happy as they possibly can be with an agreement. Otherwise, the commissioner is just going to say, no, we're going to have a season. And then and then the people who really get screwed in this are are, are, are the players because yeah. they're not going to get their money. Yep. So um, I'm hoping that something like that works out. But uh, but but we'll we'll see. Bottom line is though is right now, like literally right now as we're recording this, yep. it's golf, there's soccer, yep. and in the coming weeks there will be more soccer coming back, and then after that there's gonna be the NBA. Yep. So we'll see. But uh, we're gonna have a lot to do this summer, and I'm excited about it. All right. Uh, I, from what I understand, you've been watching Avatar. Yep. Rewatched the entire thing. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on your second watch through? Um, so as a kid, I remember watching on Nickelodeon, of course. and I wasn't really following it as much as I, as, as, as I, as I just did because I, I just ran through that whole thing. Mm-hmm. All three, all three book or books is what they call it. Yeah. Season basically. Um, but I remember the story pretty well, but I didn't, I didn't get through all the way to the end as, as much as I thought. Mm-hmm. And dude, rewatching it is, is so, is so nostalgic and it's still such a great show. Yeah. And, and, uh, at the time it came out in like what, 2000. Three, four? yeah, something, something like pretty that. early, and and even then, as as like a, I, I would classify it as anime, mm-hmm. but I know people, I, I know people would say it's more of like a cartoon as well, um, but it's it's still pretty well done for for that time, and and uh, I was I was like watching it, and I was thinking, I was like, they must have, um, oh, two thousand five, it ran from two thousand five to two thousand eight, okay, um, and well, well it, it, I was watching things, and I can tell that. A lot of like films and show we see today mm-hmm. probably used a lot of like those scenes and like how, how they how they like set up scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, and and uh, it was just really cool and and it's it's pretty interesting. Um, one of my favorite characters, Zuko. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you follow his story and how, how he progresses, the character is insane. It's super cool. Um, also, Sokka because he's he, he's the brother of Katara. He's the he's, the, lo- he's the lovable loser. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who who dude? Uh, when when it gets to see when it gets to like chat book, book three, mm. he his, his story is just insane, and he, he's he's hella funny. Mm. They they make his character super super likable. It's really funny, um, but the whole thing is is really dope. And I remember as a kid, I was just like, dude, like bending elements is, yeah. is such a cool idea. It's dope. And, and and if you if you if you have Netflix, you should watch it. It's a good. It's great. Uh, I ran through it in about maybe a week. Um, I, I I finished it last night. Stayed up, I just I just I just turned out those last like four episodes I have like twenty five minutes each, um, 20, 20 episodes a season. They're pretty it's pretty easy to get through and they're pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah I remember I remember watching I I was kind of I was like kind of like you like yeah. we drift in and out of that show. Uh, Nickelodeon though back then was weird. <clears throat> and I think they still kind of do this where they they drop like new episodes like multiple times a week or something like that instead of like the weekly drop. Yeah. And I think they did that with Avatar, uh, yeah. which made it which made it difficult to like keep up with it. Um, mm. But I know my I remember my sister being big into it. I know a lot of a lot of my friends were big into it as well. Yeah. And uh, people for years were clamoring for Avatar to be on Netflix. Yeah. Within a day of it being on Netflix, whenever it was like was this like last month or a few yeah, weeks ago or something so. like that, within within a day, how, however long ago it was, within a day that it was on that service. <laughs> It was number. It was like top five in the yeah. United States because that's how they, you know, the Netflix came out with this. Oh, top ten today yeah. in the United States or whatever. It's like trend trends. Yeah. and shows. And, and that thing, that thing, I think at one point jumped up, jumped up to number one, and it yeah. was. It, it. I think it still might be in the top ten, right? Like, I mean, the, people are watching the hell out of that show. It's one of the most beloved shows of all time, uh, over in the United States, especially for people, uh, kind of in our generation. So 
it, it's really cool to see people pick that back up and start watching it again. I, th- I, I, will, I will try to watch it again, but there's a lot of stuff that I do need to watch. <laughs> Quarantine is coming to an end, sort of. So, you know, I, I got a lot of catching up to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so cool to see people, you know, talking about it again on all, on all social media. Like people are just constantly talking about avatar, avatar, avatar. Um, and, and it's really cool to see a show that was really popular during, during, during our childhood come back and, and, and really still yeah have the same kind of appeal that it did back then to even people in this generation. So, um, yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully something comes of it. I mean, I, I wouldn't want it to be ruined in any way, but I know that, you know, once, People bring things back for nostalgia, and they see that it does really well. You know, maybe something else drops. I know that they did a spinoff, right? Legend of Korra. Yeah, I thought about... They don't have it on Netflix. I right. think they took it off. They didn't. Um, and I was thinking about watching that, too, but I don't really know where to watch it. Um, I, yeah, I don't really know what to start now. <laughs> I just been I just ran through so many shows in such right. a quick amount of time. Um, Rami Season 2. Right. Like, like, you know, let's talk about that. Rami Season... <laughs> okay, so Rami Season 2. For those of you who don't know, Rami... Show on Hulu, uh, Rami Rami Youssef, the creator of that show, uh, won the Golden Globe for uh, Best Actor in a Comedy Series. Uh, it's a great show that Amazing. nobody that nobody watches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Yeah, but uh, yeah, what, what were your thoughts on season two? Um, season two was insane, man. Mm. Um, starting like episode one, basically, is just a recap of kind of what happened in season one mm-hmm. um, of season two, and then it kind of picks up from toward the end of that into into the to the rest of the season, and. Um, and in season one focuses more on like Rami and his story, mm. but I think season two like branches off to more people in his life yeah. and stuff like that, which is yeah. which is super dope because yeah. you get different like viewpoints on on how how they are, and and dude, it, that 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 shows like unintentionally funny, and if you if you have a, like a good sense of humor, you would understand kind of like all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 super relatable. Um, season two was just really well done, Mahershali that we were talking about yeah he's such a good actor man. yeah like he's insane it, it's and it's crazy because I, I actually just saw an interview with rami and uh may kalamawi who plays uh his sister dina on the show mm-hmm. and they were they're being interviewed by by the av club and rami said that the whole mahershala ali being on the show thing came about simply because mahershala being the the cool dude that he seems like he has just reached out to rami and said hey it's really cool seeing another muslim doing doing a doing a tv show spreading the message and, and really basing a show on, on on his faith and so they started hanging out they just started hanging out they just started hanging out in real life like they were just they became buddies and then and then rami was just like uh, you know and, and i guess mahershala on the phone the first time they spoke was just like yeah if you ever need anything let me know and i guess rami was kind of like remember that thing you said about the thing that i might need you know like i i, I think i have something for you and he said that originally Mahershala Ali was only supposed to be in like an episode or two, and it ended up being the entire season. <laughs> it ended up being like eight of the ten episodes or whatever it was. So like the main character. Yeah, and it's insane because for those of you who don't know, Mahershala Ali is is you know like Zach said, an incredible actor, but he's a two time Oscar winner. Yeah. He's won you know a couple Golden Glo- It's the guy is as decorated as they come. He's one of the best actors of this generation. He's personally right now my favorite actor. Uh, to 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 get him on a Hulu show that nobody watches is yeah. absolutely insane, and I think that drew in a lot of fans as well because the guy's got a big fan base. Yeah. Um. So it, it, it it's insane, and I mean, uh, without spoiling anything, that last scene that they had together Dude, in the hotel room, it was crazy. It man. was crazy, and I talked to another one of my buddies who watches the show. And he was just like, dude, he's so convincing. And 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 we both agree, like, even we were scared watching yeah. him watching him talk to Rami. <laughs> it, it was it, it's unbelievable. He does such a great job, and really all around. Everybody on that cast is so good. Insane. I think my favorite part, aside from the main main characters, is uh, his friends. 
Yeah. His friends, the, his buddy who owns a restaurant yeah. and uh, his, the his, doctor. The, yeah, his friend who's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like that episode where they have like, they have the VR the headset VR, on. Yeah, when they go <laughs> into Atlantic City. Yeah. <laughs> those guys, those guys are so funny and it's, and it's just so. And, and Steven too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And when, Steve. Dude, that hotel, that, oh, that God, so. That, that whole episode was just, <laughs> was, was, was insane. Um, but highly highly recommend from us i mean it, it gets it gets you know whatever rating scale you want to use it gets 17 out of 17 stars from me and zach i know that for a fact so uh if you have hulu check out rami um another thing that i've been watching is uh the uh 30 for 30s so if you don't know for those of you who don't know espn did documentaries over i think it's been since like 2008 yeah they've been doing uh so and they're on and they just dropped a couple new ones so the last dance was i guess technically sort of maybe part of that um but then after the last dance ended they did one on bruce lee they did one on lance armstrong this coming sunday they're they're dropping one on sammy sosa mark mcguire uh during the summer of 98 when they were chasing the home run record uh held by roger maris um but i've been going back and watching some of the old ones on espn plus because they got all of them and uh yeah if you're ever in the mood for for just if you're in like a documentary mood, I highly highly recommend going back and watching the Thirty for Thirties. I won't get into like any specific ones um, in, in 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 great detail. Any specific ones that I'm watching, but some of my favorites: um, June Seventeenth, Nineteen Ninety Four, Once Brothers, which stars Vladdy Divac, the Kings player, mm. um, and now Kings GM. <laughs> um, uh, that, that, that those are a few of my favorites. Uh, there, there, there's some from like the very, very first volume of the Thirty for Thirty that are just fantastic, and and, and they're yeah. still just as good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like those, those are a couple of my favorites. Um, yeah, I, I, I've just been trying to, I just been trying to stay busy with all that stuff. Um, you know, just, just trying to educate myself in any type of way. And you know, I know, I know, you and I both love sports, so that's why I went back to the Thirty for Thirty. All right, the last thing. That we will talk about though is California moving into phase. Trey, we are just around the corner from going back to basically life as it once was, but maybe not quite. There's probably gonna be restrictions and whatnot. The biggest thing for me though is that as of last night, it sounds as if I will be back in the studio for acting class. No more Zoom. And I'm happy about it. So that's going to be the big change for me as, as it pertains to, to phase three. Right now with my job, I can't work. Um, but being able to get back into a classroom setting and, and, and learning and doing what I love is going to be great. Um, for you, how does that affect you going back to phase three? Barbershops? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, God. Um, I got one haircut during quarantine. Um, yeah, me too. A certain someone I know gave me my haircut too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, I think I know, he, he, I know him pretty well. Yeah. He, he's, he's pretty renowned, um, in, in the barber scene, but I mean, it's, it's kind of weird cause quarantine has kind of been the new normal mm-hmm. and, and since we're getting back to what we, yeah, we can, think is normal. Can you believe it's been three months? Yeah, I know. And it feel, it feels short, but it also feels long mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't really know how to explain it, but I mean, go, it, it'll be cool because we get to do all the things that we, we weren't, haven't been able to do, like go out to movies and stuff like that you and me big movie heads we we yep. be able to go to theaters and stuff yep. like that um other other like public places um like saw more 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 sports like things will be open courts gyms i know okay i used to work at Cal- california family fitness last summer and i know they are they're reopening tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah so so gyms and stuff like that will we be opening and and 
and your quarantine workouts won't be as 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 uh, lack of equipment and stuff like that. You, yeah. you won't be going through that. So I mean, a lot a lot of the stuff that we 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 don't really need, but we'd like to have are are, are coming back, which is cool because those those will give more stuff to do. Yeah. Basically, in coming into you know the end of this phase two, going into phase three. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I'm, 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 I, I, I'm not quite sure about the gym thing. I'm not quite sure about like, re- like bars too. Yeah. But um, I do know that California, especially, and, and and we and we did do a good job at the beginning of you know, like I mean, like you know, where you were living, mm-hmm. in San Francisco County, Santa Clara County, they were way ahead of this. You know, they they did the shelter in place thing way before everybody. They did it before it was a cool, total, like a total shutdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they and they and they were they were hipsters about it. You know, like they were just like, no, we're gonna do this shit before everybody else does. That's, you know, that's what? the bear. Yep, that's them. So good on them. Uh, good on the rest of the state. For a long time, they were ahead of the curve. I'm not quite sure now. We have seen some spikes in some areas, uh, especially in some areas that have reopened uh, earlier than others. But uh, there are guidelines, there are expectations to, to 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 help guide us through this phased reopening. And as long as we keep on meeting these these deadlines and and these benchmarks, I think we'll be in good shape. But thankfully, we live in a state that was that was kind of ahead of it. So uh, we'll see. I know that we're due. I, Every smart scientist and every smart expert on diseases and stuff like that says that we are for sure going to have another spike in the fall Yeah. as far as cases go. We'll see. And especially with a lot of the gatherings that have been happening, you know, the protesting and all that stuff. Uh-huh. You know, that, that that's not that's not us saying, hey, that shouldn't have happened. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that there were a lot of large gatherings, you know, and people were being trying to be as responsible as they possibly were. Face coverings, that yeah. whole thing, you know. Um, but uh, you can only do so much. They're probably presumably in like a week or whatever you know maybe two or three weeks we're probably gonna see some numbers go back up again i hope that not everybody panics though yeah because with more testing and with more exposure yeah the numbers will go up but i but hopefully that doesn't stop us from uh from from getting life back to normal yeah you know so uh yeah uh i i i guess we'll see it's gonna be interesting but uh, as of right now, we're we're getting we're getting pretty close to turning a corner in this whole quarantine thing. So, yeah, I guess uh, I I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. And uh, as of right now, we got a lot of things to be excited about. So we'll leave it at that, guys. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, the numbers have been awesome. We have a perfect five star rating yep. on Apple Podcasts. So thanks for those of you who rated us, like all four of you who rated us. Uh, I'm not saying one of them was me, but one of them might have been me. And. and- we're 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 riding that forever. Yeah, we're yeah we're we're not we're not gonna we're for sure not gonna we're not gonna let any of you not hear that we have a perfect five star rating on Apple Podcasts because we do. Yeah, we do. And if any of you try to, if any of you try to sabotage and like after hearing this, vote four stars or three stars or even one star to kind of like mess up mess up the rating, then we're gonna find out who you are. Yeah. So watch out. Um, this was this was fun though. I, you yeah. Know, take taking take, taking a week off was was I, I felt necessary. I'm sure you felt the same way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we did what we needed to do, but uh, we're back. We should be back every week now, um, assuming nothing crazy happens. And, uh, yeah, this was this was cool. And, yep. and and hopefully next week we'll have another episode for you guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, everybody, please be safe. Take care. Um, just because we are around the corner from getting things back to normal, like we just said, doesn't mean that you should just be irresponsible again. Please wash your hands, you know, wear masks if you need to. Hopefully all your loved ones are, are, are staying healthy and staying safe. Uh, and let's, and let's keep it that way. So, uh, signing off for this week. This is Drew. And this is Zach. Take care guys.